This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Hi, this is Arjun. And to me, it's truly fascinating to have the best seat in the house to talk to amazing leaders from every walk of life all over the world. And in that spirit, today, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome my VIP guest, Brian Grenier. Brian is the CEO and founder of Adamanti.com. He's an expert in directing, selling, an entrepreneur, and an advertising executive. And a 20-year-plus, he has been for more than 20 years, owner, publisher of large citywide magazine in the Phoenix market. Brian has helped create a breakthrough emotional algorithm that can instantly give any business the advertising strategies, tactics, and formula that will sell it most effectively in the market without, that part is very important, the high cost of hiring an ad agency. Brian says small businesses should advertise just like big brands, but usually they don't know how. And at the end, Brian promises a surprise for all of us, which I'm not going to get in right now, but Brian, I'll just leave it to you. Welcome, Brian, to Secrets to Win Day. Thank you, Arjun. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to get into the all the things we're going to talk about. So, Brian, at the very beginning, I have to talk about the protocol. Okay, It's such a fascinating survey I took myself. It was intuitive. What was the impetus thought behind it, and how does it help brands? Great question. I actually got the idea for the Admanity Protocol from taking a personality test. It was sort of the, the last thing I thought about before I, I went down the rabbit hole and gathered the team together to create this. And I thought it was very interesting reading about myself in this personality profile, and I thought it was very, very cool and fun. And I thought there must be something that could do this for a business because we all want to make more money. And if I could learn my business better, I'd be better off. And there was nothing on the market. I looked high and low, could not find it anywhere. Nothing more than a simple oh, Facebook level quiz or something you know more fun than useful. And I thought, boy, there is really a hole in the market here. Because when I had my magazines, I learned that small businesses more than any other group are just simply not taught the basics of how to create effective ads. So the, a lot of the ads fail on the local level. And um, nobody likes that, but nobody had a solution. And so I could show small businesses with the algorithm how to convey their message for their brand to real human beings out there who will respond emotionally. And if I could show them that, they could do better and everybody wins, the magazine wins. And, and so it was a win-win. And I just, that's, how, that, that's what started all this uh, seven years ago. Really? So you talk about emotional archetypes. So what is your or your brand's emotional archetype and how has this helped your brand? Yeah, we take our own test here at Admanity. Uh, it's a five-minute exam. Uh, it's really fun. It's true-false questions, as you know. And when we do it, we come out the innovation brand, the brand that has something curious, something new, something different. And, uh, you know, you have to market innovation a lot differently than most things. It's not a simple, actually, no brand is easy. I shouldn't make it sound like it's easy. The test is easy. The advice we give you is easy to follow. But nothing in life is, is really, truly easy. 
And, um, and so we, were, we weren't surprised that we came out innovation. But once you know what you are, and that's what the protocol does, it shows you this is exactly what you are to other people. Start doing it differently because this is what they expect from you. You have to start thinking like an innovation brand and less like an authority brand or, or maybe something else that you wanted to be. Really, the emotions are all that count when you're talking to other human beings. The two areas where it connected with me, one is, you know, many a time in any journey, we do not know what the first step to take and what's the last step to take. And in between, it's easy. And I really feel that this is a great first step to start getting a true reflection of who you are. And second, as you're talking, what I also realized is like just for a second, if I was admonity, you know, dot com, if I thought myself to be a different brand than I am. That conflict at the very beginning, if it's not resolved, because many a time in advertising, we see, especially for small businesses, they want to be who they they aspire to be, not who they are. And that disconnect is such a big thing. Without going into any proprietary details, are there any examples that you can get about a brand which thought they're A, but actually B, and through this process, it really helped them be aligned and be comfortable with who they are? You know, we focus our program based on all the most successful ads in history. So we look for the emotional componentry in the ads, and then we show you how to do it for your brand. And uh, a lot of times we'll get a brand, as you say, who thinks they are this, they want to be this. It sounds cool to be this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they've convinced themselves that they are that. And that's fine. You, You could market yourself any way you'd like and say we're this. And if you say it long enough, I guess it'll work. But it's more important to be on brand and on emotional brand because the people most likely to buy what you have aren't going to respond well unless you're giving them exactly what they want. And a lot of times in small businesses, you'll see a brand that thinks it's, you know, for example, they'll say a a plumber, for example, says, well, I'm just a plumber. All I do is unclog drains. It's a simple service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that may very well be part of what you do, but you may test out to be the authority brand, mm-hmm. a brand of trust, a brand that could really mess things up for people if they did it the wrong way. Okay. Um, right. And they don't think of themselves this way. They don't think of themselves as, as, as you know, with a lot of small businesses say, I'm small, I'm insignificant. I don't matter like the big brands do. And yes, you do. You matter exactly as they do, just on a smaller scale. You know, you should sell, if you sell soft drinks, you should market like Pepsi. You'll just do it on a very, very small scale compared to them. And so we hopefully can help. We've helped a lot of brands think of themselves in a truer emotional way versus this, I am a uh, plumber. I carry a toolbox. I unclog drains and that's all I ever am. To your customers, you may be much more than that, and you need to live up to that. And we show businesses how to present so that people want to buy it. Mm -hmm. So I just want to go a little deeper into you because the tagline for the brand is attract the world to your brand. It's not attract one person because that to me, when I started looking at, I started realizing that each one of us have a potential. That's the part where thinking big comes in. But there's something unique about you. And that uniqueness is you connect human emotions, brands, and a path to attracting the world to the brand. It's a very rare combination. So how did this seed get planted in your mind? Well, I wrote a book uh, about six years ago, five years ago now, 
I think. I identified the 15 emotions that have sold everything on the planet Earth and always probably will. And the book couldn't go into much detail about each one, but it did bring out the 15 emotions that are involved in, in convincing humans to buy things. Out of all the emotions you're capable of experiencing, there's hundreds, there's only 15 that make people buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And people liked the book and they found it very intriguing. They loved uh, reading about it, but it didn't go far enough down so I could analyze your brand. I, I can only speak in general terms in a book. And I thought, that's a shame that we can't get closer to the, each person reading the book and tell them exactly what to do for their brand. And as, I, as we studied these 15 emotions, I found that they never really act alone. Kind of like in science, you have the periodic table of the elements, mm-hmm. and the elements are all great, and it's nice to learn about them, but they don't really get powerful until they start combining with other elements. Then the magic happens. And emotionally, it's the same thing. Emotions combine, they go together. Certain emotions go well. Certain emotions probably should stay apart. And when they do combine properly, you get a winning ad. You get an ad that resonates with the public. And you can look back through history. It's some of the greatest ads ever done. And you can pull out the two emotions that were in that ad every single time. And you can say, there it is. There it is again and again. And these things keep popping up. And we realize there's formulas. Mm-hmm. that are maybe not known or not advertised well, because why would an agency tell you all their secrets? But there are formulas that just continue to recur in the advertising world. And uh, if you can harness those and learn those, you can just uh, you can go so much faster, so much quicker with so many fewer mistakes. Even a little guy, a little brand, a little business on the corner could market itself into a big brand if it just knew the formulas that always seem to work. And that's what the main goal of Admanity set out to be. So now you've intrigued me about the book. Tell me a little more about the book. What's the title of the book? Uh, the book, and, and you can still find it online. It's called Sheep Don't Eat Complicated Grass. And it's got a little picture of a sheep eating some grass. And the book plays in, in a, it's very humor-oriented uh, book, but it compares us all to how we're, we're all similar, much like a herd, And we tend to do the same things, respond to the same things over and over. Otherwise, national advertising could never work. It has to work in this city, then this city, then this city, this demographic, that demographic. It has to keep going. It can't just need a new ad for every new city it goes in. So we do tend to respond the same way to similar stimuli. And uh, so Sheep Don't Eat Complicated Grass was a fun way of showing us how we're all very much unique like snowflakes, and yet you have to sell to the snow because the snow is where we're all alike. And when you do that, you get to the emotional core of your message. Now you're selling to the snow. Now you're getting to what all people like, all people want, and you're going to have a much more effective message. I love that. Growing up, I grew up with my grandma in Kolkata, India. She always taught me that if I need to scratch my nose, I can go straight to my nose. And there's no reason to go behind and try to scratch. And she said, your hands are not long enough anyway. And I really love the simplicity of that message because if I was a sheep, I would love to eat the grass. But why make it complicated when easy grass is available? I love the title. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. So now let's get a little bit more into the business side. And for you to have a sustained success over 20 plus years in each of these fields and building on it, what's your vision for winning big for a client? Like at the end, if there was a perfect client and we both know clients are not perfect, but we love them. Where do you like to take clients where you can do a high five and fist pump and say, you know what? 
that's a little bit. You know, the gratifying part of this, since we've launched, we're a fairly new company. We're, you know, six months old, maybe. And you think the business is going to go one way, and then the public sort of says, no, it isn't. It's over here. We thought business people would be interested and marketing people wouldn't because they might be somewhat jaded, right? It turns out the marketing people are the people that love this the most, and they're going nuts over it because it's their job to be right. They want to be right, and they, they need help, even though they don't, maybe don't want to admit it. It's always nice to get some help. And this is small business people. They don't have a, a really a, any formal education in, in what makes a great message, but they're smart. And we found that they would do it if someone would just show them how to do it. Like, you know, they're not dumb people. They're just uneducated in this little simple art of making a message emotionally attractive to the listener or the viewer. Mm-hmm. And once they were shown these simple, simple tactics, and everything we do is simple. Our, our main formula is called one plus two equals three. That's the most complicated formula you'll find in all, all of our stuff. Uh, so anybody can do this. You don't have to be an ad agency person. You don't have to be a marketing geek. You don't have to be a PhD or a business college you know, MBA. Anybody can do this because at the end of the day, we're just talking to people. We're just talking to people, but we're doing it in a way now is that they want to be spoken to about your brand. And it's just been amazing to me that a lot of the things we thought were going to happen didn't and better things happen. The brand is universal. We can help a $100 million company just as easily as I can help a company that just launched yesterday and doesn't even know what it wants to be yet. We can show you what you want to be and show you how to get there. Yeah, and you know, fascinating in this journey is the formula that you're talking about is you kept it so simple and the simplicity is very important because sometimes... And I'll give you an example is I wanted to start a podcast and I was thinking about it and thinking about it for four years. Thinking doesn't do anything. And then I met Jeffrey Hazlett of the C-Suites Network, amazing human being and his team. When they just said, hey, you know, we'll help you with the first four steps. I am so excited. Like, so to me, life is very simple when somebody shows you the first few steps that too on my terms. And I love the one plus two equals three. So the very fact, you know, you all have started this side of the business, but you have an incredible experience over your career over the last six months. For any one of us who are starting a business, that too in such a tough time, what would be a few pieces of advice you have for that person on do's and don'ts that would put them on the track Adam Nathan is? One thing I, I always recommend is that businesses try not to sell what they want to sell and instead sell what other people want to buy. In other words, we all have a business and we got a pretty good idea what we want to sell and the price we need to sell it at to make money. And we think this is the plan. And as soon as you launch the plan, the market will tell you whether you're right or not. But instead, I say, just why don't you just get a little ahead of the curve a bit and start asking yourself, what do these people want? Like if they could make a wish list of every wonderful thing in my product, what would it be? And could I possibly get close to, to delivering that? Because if I could, I would make a fortune because everybody would buy it because it's exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. And so I, so I tell businesses, quit selling what the other guy's selling. Quit selling what you saw on TV. Quit selling what you thought everybody should want and really get into their head a little bit. Have some empathy for the client and just play empathy day and you know pretend you're the client and say, I want these 10 things. And you're going to look at this list and it's going to look hard to do. 
because I want it cheaper. I want it faster. I want it better. I want it guaranteed. You know, all these things come through. Well, just do that. Find a way to do that. And you're going to be just fine. You're going to do better than your contemporaries who are still trying to copy the other guys are doing. So that's, that's one thing. And the other thing I would suggest is you model yourself after successful businesses that are already, you know, doing this. Like if you, you may never be a Geico, for example, okay. That's a multi-billion dollar brand, but you might sell car insurance. You might actually do that. You could learn something from the Geico commercials. You could learn why they're selling more car insurance than anybody in the country right now. And you can copy them and emulate them and model it a little bit. You don't have to uh, plagiarize anything. You just model it after, you know, because it works. It absolutely works. And it'll work for you. It will work for them. They were a struggling insurance company years ago. They were on the verge of bankruptcy. No one had ever heard of government employee car insurance company. You know, that's what GEICO stands for. Well, I I didn't know that. I know it's really weird that nobody ever heard of them until they got the the campaign you hear of now from the Martin agency with the lizard and the pigs and everything else. Now you like them because they're fun, but uh, they weren't, I guess they weren't very much fun before. Now they are. So as we build on this, and I love that concept of being unique, separating yourself, even though you're learning, I just don't remember who it was, but a wise person once told me eight out of 10 things you already need to know to run and move ahead in your category already exists in an industry far, far away. If you and I need to build a loyalty program, let's say for a restaurant, we can go to a casino, an airline, Massage and and a few others, and look at public domain information and just put all those in front and boom, we will come up with an amazing loyalty program. And you know that balance of inspiration, but also the desire to be one of one. And in that regard, I just want to put you on the hot seat and push you by saying, okay, If you had to finish the sentence for, let's say, USA Today or the biggest newspaper who is going to interview you, Adamantry Protocol is one of one only because what would you say, what makes the unique niche for your business, your brand? Well, we do something no other product in the world does with assessment. And we're trying to get an answer that you wouldn't normally look for. But that's the answer you should be looking for. But a lot of people won't even tell you what to look for. They just... Mm -hmm want you to hire them and help you wander around. And the Admanity Protocol, what it does differently, it looks at your brand emotionally. In other words, while you're taking the test, we don't even know what you do. We have no idea what kind of business you're in. All we ask is the name of your brand at the end. And you could lie to us about that. We would never know from your description what you do. But we know from your answers how you should do it. And that's what makes it unique. We're in this day and age, everything is so data driven, right? Everything's tech, 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 right? All we can target is a guy who eats Taco Bell on Wednesday afternoons and walks his dog. We know exactly when that happens, but we don't know what to say to him once we get him in front of us. What are we going to say to this person now that you've targeted? So targeting only gets you so far. Tech will only get you in front of the masses. The primal human emotions, which are quite barbaric, which are caveman level feelings are what we will use to persuade people every single time. It will always work out to be that way. You can tech them and target all you want, but make sure that the message is human when it's delivered. And we examine a brand from its human side. We don't even care what you do. We don't ask how many employees you have or how much money you make or how big you are. doesn't matter to us because the emotions won't change. The emotions you have are the same ones your grandfather had and his grandfather had, and it will always be that way. As I'm listening to you, I'm thinking 
what I'm hearing are a few words dump out. Intuitive, simple, first step, any business can and should take to attract the world to your brand forever. But that's the part where I really love, as you described, that intuitive part, which is from the heart. Very simple. The one plus two is equal to three. I won't forget that. That, I think most businesses, we try to scratch our nose by putting our hand behind the back, maybe under the leg. We do all these things. And you keep it straightforward. And I think the one plus two will remind everybody, if I worked in your team, I would never forget that. And there's a purpose. You're not doing it out of you know, just an academic exercise. There's an end that you're trying to connect to. So with all these wisdom, if you could go back in time and meet yourself 15, 16 years old, what would be one piece of advice that you would give that young man? I would probably advise me, I'm writer than I think I am. I always, you know, at that age, especially, I second-guessed myself out of every decision, thinking I'm not smart enough, good enough, whatever. Because it's rare you find somebody that's that age that knows exactly where the course is and I would trust my gut better because my gut was right. And I just wasn't, I wasn't confident enough at, at that age to understand that I could be this Brian. I could have been that at 16. I don't know where I'd be t- today if I could have had that kind of guts, mm-hmm. you know, or confidence to, back then. I didn't have it. And none of my friends had it. And, uh, you know, my parents were saying, you could be anything you want. And, uh, you know, and I, I eventually figured that out. But I'd go back in time and kick myself in the butt and say, hey, you're righter than wrong. Go with it. Make the mistake. Don't be afraid to fall forward. Mm-hmm. Do it. You don't learn anything till you mess it up anyway. Really, you got to have some mess ups in your life before you really <laughs> learn the hard lessons. The sooner you figure that out, the sooner you get there. And it's simple. It's always simpler than you think it is. It, I, we can complicate anything as human beings right? 10 million laws to enforce the 10 commandments. You know, the internal revenue code is 2000 pages long or something like that. Some ridiculous, everything's complicated. The more complicated it gets, the less it works. Everything is simple. Convincing another human being to see things your way is so simple. It's simple emotional persuasion, but it's not really persuasion. It's, it'll be exactly what they want to feel. They won't feel persuaded. They won't feel like their arm was twisted. They will feel in aligned with you. And if it's a brand, we want them to align with our values and all that. We talk, we talk a lot about it in the branding world. Um, but how do you do that? That's a great aspirational goal. It's wonderful to say, how really do you do it? Is there a formula? Well, yes. When you get your report, there's actually 16 formulas in your report that will show you to get you where you need to go. And we priced it at $397 so that everybody in the business world could afford it, not just the big guys who can afford quality agency assistance. And we love agencies. Agencies have created all the best ads in the world. And that's what we study. And that's what we show you how to do because it's already been done. There's no need for you to come up with really anything completely new. Just turn the knob a little bit to the right on the successful formulas that are already out there. You'll do just fine for your business. You'll do just fine. So to me, this is a fascinating conversation on two levels. One is love your conviction and authenticity. And second, at Zen Mango, you know, my consulting is also based on a very straightforward one IP, which is we are all in the healing business. And, you know, my next book will be your healing business, working on it. And what I realized was we are all human beings. Human beings are feelings. Like if you and I grew up together and as we played soccer, 
if I was not nice to you and made you feel bad, I was a bully, why would you play with me? At some point, you say, whoosh, origin. And that's the part where that feeling is so important and that resonates. At Zen Mango, for us, everything is be human, think human, feel human, and act human. And I just, as I'm listening to you, I just love the way you are helping people put on that path. So it's very fascinating. So Brian, this is a fascinating conversation. So as we wrap the conversation, is there anything you want listeners to know about you and the work that you are doing, the brilliant work that we haven't talked about already? Well, I'd like them to know that no matter where your brand is, and as we're recording this, we're coming out of a COVID economy. Hopefully, let's come out of it very quickly. But everybody has been hurt by that. They may be reassessing how they're, if they're even going to have a business when this is over. And I can only stress to those people that everything you do from this point on needs to be a little more on point, a little better, a little um, on brand, if you will. And if you say on brand to most people, they really don't even know what that means because no one's ever shown them what on brand means for them. And then they wander around feeling lost without answers. And they're a little bit like a person in a casino. They're just wandering from game to game, hoping this is the one that makes me a winner. But I don't know how to play any of these games and no one's teaching me and I'm just losing money every single time I turn around. Advertising can be very frustrating for people. And yet, if you look back at the biggest brands in the world, how they were built and how they were launched into the skyrocket phase, it was the advertising that did it. Very rarely do the number one brands in the world have the number one product in the world. McDonald's isn't the best hamburger, Pizza Hut, sorry, Pizza Hut, probably not the best pizza in your hometown. There's probably better pizza somewhere, but they know how to sell their archetype. They know how to sell their brand. They know the emotions that make pizza sell and you don't. So I would tell people to get back to basics because that's what works. You have the same emotions of Caesar and Aristotle and Mozart. Human 2.0 isn't out yet. So, and we remember their brands from thousands of years ago. Why? Because it, they understood the emotions of and how to use them and persuade people around them to, so they became great. And your brand is just like that. You just don't know how to use them. You've been experiencing the emotions your whole life. As a recipient, you watch TV, here come the commercials, right? I'm experiencing on the inside, I'm getting this feeling. What we show you how to do is how to give it back. Here's the feeling you need to project for your brand so that you become the influential one, the persuasive one, the brand everybody just, I don't know, buys because it seems like the right thing to do. And they can't tell you why, but everyone starts buying your brand. It's not going to be anything complicated that does that. It's going to be something so simple. It will almost elude you and it will almost dare you to not believe it's that simple. And emotions are that simple. 95% of your brain is emotional and you know subconscious. So trust your gut. We're going to show you some gut feels that sell big money, sell brand. We can sell product with this, sell services with this, and, and win customers back and upsell customers. Everything you want to do is emotional. And so all resistance is going to be rational. So we just try to get you to think on the other side of the fence. And to what works. And don't count yourself out right now. If you're, if you're a small business, you can take a five-minute test with Admanity. And within three hours, you can read all the strategies, tactics, and formulas we're going to give you that you'll be using for the next 20 years of your brand. It's so worth it to get the answers and then learn, study those and not make mistakes anymore. So I, I hope uh, some people listening will, will take that to heart. And we offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if it isn't what you want, if you don't like it, you get all your money back. There's no risk to doing Admanity. So what is the place where they can take the survey? 
Well, you can go to admanity.com. It's just admin. ITY admanity.com. And uh, the test is $397 currently. It's probably going to go up in the future, but right now it's $397. And you just take it, and five minutes later, you're going to have the answers. It's a very simple, fast, true, false test. Uh, we also have a free gift for your listeners. And if they go to admanity.com, forward slash secrets to win big, all one word, secrets to win big. There is a free report that you can download. It's called How Emotions Sell Everything. And it's going to open your eyes. It's going to show you why emotions sell the whole world and how you can use them to your advantage. It's absolutely free. There's no obligation. You just give us your email and we'll send it to you. And it'll open your eyes to what school never taught you. What there are no, I don't know any gurus out there really teaching this in an organized format. And there's very, very little information on how to make your brand emotional. Everyone says to do it, but no one says how. And, and of course, agencies can't. Agencies know what they're doing, but uh, most businesses won't uh, be able to afford that. So please go there, learn about it. It's going to be so worth your time. And um, it's been a, awesome being on your show today. You, I can tell you get it. And you're very good at what you do because you do understand this on a very emotional uh, level for your own brand. I can tell. Thank you. Thank you Brent, for an amazing conversation. Truly fascinating. Thank you all for listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. This was a fascinating conversation. And I'm really glad that this conversation shows some of us what is that first step we must take to get to know who we are and what's the coolest way and a sustained way to connect emotionally with our guests. Thank you again. Thank you all for listening. And very soon, I'll bring to you another guest from another walk of life. Till then, happy listening. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.